Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All righty. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN with you on a Monday. Hope you had a uh, wonderful, wonderful weekend. And uh, thanks to the people who said hi to me at uh, the Riviera on uh, Saturday night. It was a great deal of fun seeing John wait. Um, here I am. I'm like, I can't believe how good the show was. Last time I talked about a show at the Riviera, uh, it was Christopher Cross. And I knew a whole bunch of songs that Christopher Cross propelled into very high position on the musical charts. Um and he blew me away because, you know, sometimes you go into a show with some of the older performers and you think to yourself, all right, does this guy still have it or does he not still have it? And Christopher Cross absolutely has it. And John Waite, for a guy, I basically only knew one song that he had written, that he had performed, um, was absolutely mind-blowing. It was one of the great... Uh, surprises of my life. Wasn't expecting it, but it really was outstanding. I can't get it off my mind. Like I said, I've got a great picture, but I can't put it up on the Facebook page because of copyright violations. I can't have that, now can I? So, um, at this point in the program, uh, I I just want to try this. I don't think I've ever done it before, but I want to give it a shot. Give you something a little bit different because it's early December and everywhere I go, I'm hearing people bitching. All right, not bitching and moaning because that's pejorative. Um, commenting in negative terms. How's that? Commenting in negative terms about um, their state of health because it's cold season, it's uh, lower and upper GI season. If you've got kids, you know. And if you have kids who are elementary school teachers in particular, uh, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, you know that the first, well, I'd love to hear from some retired teachers on this, but you know that the first couple of years that you have to deal one-on-one with little kids that you probably use a lot of sick time because, let's face it, as much as we might love and adore them, little kids tend to be booger and disease machines, and they don't know any better. And it's funny because over the years, I have talked to a number of people who generally they're retired from teaching, and they'll tell me the same story. They'll tell you the same story. Wow, when I started out, I was sick all the time. I was calling in sick once a week, once every two weeks, because I just, my immune system needed to be built up. And 
Uh, I believe that to be the case. And I will tell you, uh, and I've, I've talked to doctors about this um, when they'll talk about uh, hygiene. Now, look, you know I'm a very hygienic person, okay? I bathe like three times a day, bathe or shower three times a day. There's a little line that I usually use, but I'm not going to use it on the radio today. It would be very inappropriate. Uh, But you could eat food off of every part of my body without worrying about any bacteria. I'll just say that much, okay? And I still have to try that Lumi stuff that we advertise. It sounds like it's really, really good. It's a great advertising campaign, as I mentioned last week. But uh, who is, seriously, I I want your first take here, your hot take on this. And and I hope this works. Who is the bigger baby when they are sick? Is it men or is it women? And I'm going to tell you from personal experience that I believe we men are far more likely to whine and bitch and moan when we don't feel well. We get a common cold, maybe a little bit of a fever, maybe a little bit of hacking, And it's almost like it is the end of the world and the apocalypse is drawing nigh. Women, on the other hand, they give birth. Now, I've seen a woman give birth. My first wife, whom I absolutely love, as you know. And I'm going to try to get her on the show this Wednesday. She doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to try to get her on the show this Wednesday. The astrologer Cassandra Joan Butler. And I know it sounds a little bit weird for a guy because, you know, you're always supposed to hate your ex-wife. Nothing could be further from the truth. I love my ex-wife, and my current wife knows I love my ex-wife. In fact, the two of them have been friends for decades. Isn't that a small world? But uh, I think she would agree. Cassandra and Mrs. Bowerly would agree that if they are sick, they can fake it, and you'd never even know. (laughs) Don't take the fake it line and run where you shouldn't be running. Well, I don't know, maybe. But but anyway, I, I digress. I think that men, that includes myself, usually, I think that men, we can turn a common cold into the bubonic or pneumonic plague. We exaggerate. We will take a splinter in the big toe and turn it into, I believe this needs to be amputated. Paradoxically, and we talked about this last week, and we talked about it before, we also, as men, as much as we complain when we are not feeling well, as much as we might want everybody to know, I don't feel well. Um, When the poop hits the fan for real, we as men, and this is another topic that goes right along with this, we as men have an amazing capacity to go into complete and total denial. And I've told this story far too many times, and I hope you'll forgive me, but in the middle 
of my Widowmaker heart attack, which I walked around with for a good week. Ask Bellavia sometime because he saw he saw this actually happening in action. For as big a baby as, and I'm, I'll take personal ownership of this, as I might be if I have a cold or a fever or something like that, which doesn't happen an awful lot. Um, you would think it's the end of the world, and I probably will have a lawyer over to draft power of attorney and last will and testament and everything like that. Um, but then when the big stuff happens, I don't know what happens to men, including myself, because as much as we might uh, complain and cry and moan, about coughs and colds and aches and flus and fever, when it really hits the fan, we have an amazing ability to pretend it's no big deal. And that is a paradox of being a man. And maybe you can relate to it. And I'm going to add that to my questions because, hey, it's early December and a lot of people, hey, a lot of people I know have been struck down with various respiratory things that are going around, etc. I have remained relatively unscathed. Thank you very much. But again, when we as men become a little bit ill, we can turn it into something that is absolutely gargantuan in scale. But when something really major happens, we do the total opposite. And we don't want to admit it's really time to go to the ER, probably time to go to Buffalo General and get everything taken care of. Um, And I will admit that I am guilty of that. The little stuff, I will moan about. The big stuff, I ignore and go into denial. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the story again, but we're coming up on the sixth anniversary of the Widowmaker heart attack. And I I have to be brutally honest with you because we have that kind of a relationship. Uh, Me as the talk show host, you as the talk show listener. Uh, And I've got to be honest with you. Um, it, it, it was this big thing going on in my body. I knew that something was terribly amiss. And yet, despite the fact that I'll cry and moan over the common cold, when something that was actually life-threatening was peeking its head around the corner, what did I do? I ignored it as long as possible. True story. Women, on the other hand, um, women are stronger and tougher than men, which is why we need to draft women first. Women are stronger and tougher than men. I honestly do not believe that we would even be here as a species if men were in charge of delivering babies. We would have died out a few millennia ago. Women 
I think, have a much higher threshold and tolerance for pain and discomfort than their, the, the men in their lives, if there is a man in their life. I'm not sure how it goes with our lesbian sisters. Uh, I'd love to hear from some of our lesbian listeners um, who are in a relationship, who might have a relationship where perhaps one person is more feminine, the other is perhaps more traditionally masculine, and that's not look, you guys know me. That's not a an insult or a diss or anything like that. But I'm, I'm just kind of curious how it works with uh, our lesbian sisters. If uh, there's somebody in the relationship who is perhaps more of the male kind of figure in the relationship, when they get sick, do they act like we men act? I'm just, uh, seriously, I'm kind of I'm curious. And when you call in, by the way, just so you know, uh, it isn't like um you're not gonna be mocked you're not gonna be yelled at nothing like that i don't play that game and i really don't care out of any prurient interest uh what your orientation happens to be i'm just genuinely curious about this same thing with with gay guys if you're a homosexual man is there one of you in your relationship that is a big baby when you get sick but then they're going to ignore I seem to be having chest pain, shortness of breath, and a feeling of impending doom. Eh, it'll go away by the morning. I'm curious. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Women can give birth, and they can do it without any pain meds whatsoever. But if a man gets a kidney stone... It's as though they need every medicine in the pharmacological library in order to dull the pain. Uh, let's go to uh, – oh, oh, let me give you the phone numbers. That usually helps get calls in. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And leading us off this week and this show is Larry from Cheektowaga. Larry, what goes? I uh, I get ill a lot of times, and uh, it doesn't bother me because I know that I can heal myself. You know, I could take medication, and I have medication, everything. I live in a senior complex. I am a senior. I'm 74 years old. Just had a birthday Wednesday, and uh, <clears throat> it just doesn't bother me. But you know what bothers me when I tell somebody and they laugh at me? That's what bothers me. Wait, what? When you tell somebody what that you're not that, feeling that well, I, that, you that I hurt, but my shoulder hurts or my legs hurt or something, they laugh out at me. And then they tell me something stupid, like, oh, you're, you sat too long at the tavern, and that's why your legs bother you now, or something. Something stupid, they'll tell me. Well, okay. Why are, Would you consider yourself a chronic complainer? Because you don't strike no, me that way. No, I am No, I am not. I am not a chronic. I've never been. Even when I was a young boy, I've never been. No way. Um, first of all, I think it's it's wrong. If somebody says that they're not feeling well, I think there's something wrong with dismissing what they are saying because you wouldn't want somebody doing that to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's not a lot of fun. No, things are different. I mean, I, went, I had a lot of things happen through my life. I'll give you an example. When I was a kid, when I was young, I was only 12 years old. I was playing horseshoes in Canada, iron horseshoes, and oh. I miscounted, and I bent down, and the horseshoe hit me in the head. Oh. And he had to take me to the doctor. I went to the doctor, and he stitched me up and everything. And he says, when you go across the border, you go back to Buffalo, because this was in Canada. He says, go right to the hospital. Take him right to the hospital. So I went right to the hospital. I stayed overnight, and everything was fine, and it healed pretty good. It wasn't bad. But uh, 
Do you, do you have a – wait, time out, though. Time out, though, Larry. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a scar worthy yes, I do, but of the, the story? Hair it, oh, I think you should shave your head where the scar no, is no, because no, you've got no, a story no, to no. tell, my friend. But uh, no, but uh, there are people that that they hurt themselves a little ways, and it's oh, these I hurt. Look at what I did. I look what I did to my finger. What I did to my, you know, and, and sometimes it gets aggravating when they keep on doing it. Okay, Larry, I, yes? I'm going to tell you something. I'm not the toughest guy in the world. But I, I, you, you need to know something. The most pain I think I've ever experienced from a sudden trauma yeah. is, and I'm not going to go into details on this, yeah. but let's, let's just say the end of one of my fingers oh. on a very cold day oh. may have been um, bitten during an altercation. Oh. With another with, with another man, I want to make that very yeah, clear, okay, and I yeah, also well. want to make it clear that I did win. Mm. Uh, but I want to tell you something: there is nothing like being uh, involved in a traumatic situation on an extremity mm-hmm. when it is cold outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, 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 yes. It's bad. We got to watch when you walk on the ice, so you don't slip and fall, break your hip. Oh, it's it's tough. Well, well you know, I we talk- there's a couple of people, a couple of women that were walking on the ice and they broke their hip. They fell. Oh, my goodness. Well, Larry, we actually uh, I want to put you on hold. I want to talk to you more about this because you're my first victim of uh, of the week. But see, I, I don't understand if somebody like Larry complains about um, pain, you don't mock somebody if they got hit in the head, for example, with a horseshoe. That's not cool. And these are the old school horseshoes, not the rubber ones. And we're not talking about corn holding. Let me rephrase that. We're not talking about throwing a bean bag at a board that is on an incline through the hole in the board. Um, just need to make that very clear because who knows who's listening from the FCC. Um, who is worse when it comes to complaining about maladies and pain, men or women, and as a man, and I'm not doing this to be self-deprecatory toward the entire gender, I think we men are much bigger crybabies than our female counterparts. I'd love to know how it works with those of you who are lesbian or gay. I would love to know. Take us inside your relationship on that front because there's got to be one of you who is the bigger baby. And I wonder, I'm just trying to figure out cross-culturally how that works out. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, again, no, on this show, we do not judge anybody for orientation or anything like that. I think that's extremely stupid. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So he whips out to Christopher Cross, Tanner Saunders. I still thought we'd do John Waite, missing you. I feel so horribly neglected. Anyway, yeah, the show on Saturday was terrific, so John Waite won another fan. And by the way, may I say that nobody should look as good as John Waite at the age of 71. I I mean, I'm just saying, he sounded great, and he looked like a man probably in his early 40s, maybe. So uh, it was just, it was a terrific show. All right, so if you're just joining us, I've never done this before. Want to see if it's going to work out or if I'm going to face plant right in the sidewalk here. Um, In your uh, relationship, and you need not be married to comment on such a thing, in your relationship, be honest, who is the bigger baby when it comes to, I don't feel well. Of course, when you were a kid, it was, I don't feel good. Well, you don't feel well uh, would be would be more like it and grammatically correct. And we all care about grammar at such a time, do we not? But I believe firmly, and I will include myself in this, okay? I, I think that we as men tend to be whinier than women are when it comes to not feeling well. How And this is the paradox, which I do not believe can be explained by science. She blinded me with science. Science. A little 80s reference I like to throw in every now and again. I can't prove this. There's not enough uh, quantitative data available. But when it comes to the serious stuff, I think that men are so much better at hiding it than the women in our lives. And you know what? I've seen this happen, and maybe maybe you've seen it happen over and over and over again. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number for your calls. 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Am I triggering anything within you? Am I uh, getting any kind of internal, visceral response to my theses? I said theses, T-H-E-S-E-S, just so there's no confusion. I don't think I'm, I'm very far off the mark. Women tend not to complain. Women have an amazing, and I'm not just saying this because, hey, uh, what's going to look good for the female demographic in the uh, radio business? No, I really believe these things. Or I wouldn't say them because it's be really hard to keep up with lies, first of all. But <clears throat> do you find, and I'd love to hear from moms, like if you're a mom and you've got, let's just say, well, it's America 2023, so you probably have 1.7 kids. Used to be you'd have four kids. Today it's uh, less. But do you find that your sons are bigger babies 
than your daughter's? Or is it your daughter who is always whining? And as little boys back in the 1960s and before then, I'm sure, although I wasn't alive back then, just to be very, very clear, uh, I think that there was a stereotype of the little girls being so much more labile. Better spell that one too, L-A-B-I-L-E, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think that there used to be this misconception that girls, little girls, were more sensitive than little boys. And then something happened, and I think it's called life experience, where the little boys actually are the ones who complain more than the little girls, whether it's a cold, a stomach flu, or something along those lines, something um, you know, rather on the minor side, M-I-O-N-O-R. Apparently, we're doing a spelling bee today that uh, I didn't really inform management I was going to be doing. But is this resonating at all with you? Is this making any sense at all to you? And the addendum question is, and I don't know what the answer is on this one, my friends, but the addendum is, as big as I happen to believe most of us men are when it comes to whining about the little things in life. Ooh, a paper cut. Oh, my goodness, it's the end of the world. We, at the same time, have the ability, for whatever reason, to deny it when something serious is going on. Now, I happen to work, and I'm not going to use names, Tim Winger. I'm not going to use names, but Tim is a, he's like really into running. And if if you know Tim, you know why. Tim has legs that are taller than my entire body. He's got runner's legs. And sure enough, he's out jogging in East Aurora with his daughter a couple of weeks ago. Nah, 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 jogging, having fun, burning calories, getting myself into shape for a marathon. And what happens to Tim? <laughs> Tim, and I'm not laughing at, okay, I'm laughing at him. Uh, so, so Tim hits a bump in an East Aurora sidewalk. And I would actually be willing, I think, to pay for ring doorbell video of this. I just saying, because we had played at the uh, holiday party. But poor Tim hits a buckle in the sidewalk, and he goes down. He might as well have yelled timber when he was going down. That's my understanding of the situation. Now, I have a teeny tiny little Asian nose, okay? Tim has, I don't want to say Tim has a large nose. It's a lot bigger than mine. It's like, how do I say this? It's like when somebody says, hey, does that guy look tall to you? My first response is, um, everybody looks tall to me. I'm 5'8 on a good day. Maybe wearing boots and heels. Uh, so everybody looks tall to me. But poor Tim, he, I mean, he just, he went down like a ton of bricks And to make matters worse, he was jogging with his daughter. Oh, that's always an unfortunate situation. And I'll be darned, Tim was at work the next day. And um, I don't want to go into too many details on this, but let me simply say that 
Mr. Wenger looked as though he had just stepped into a ring with Mike Tyson in his prime or John Gotti III, uh, maybe boxing or maybe mixed martial arts or something, he basically looked like he got on the wrong end of a very upset person. But I'll be darned if he wasn't at work the next day. He was, and he is. he does not complain. Tim does not complain about anything. He could break every bone in his body and he would be at work the next day and he would be i don't know what you're talking about i don't feel a thing uh, i'm not quite like that on the, on the, on the other hand but in, in your household whether you're a, a mom or a dad a husband or a wife is your um in in your family men or women which gender is the biggest complainer when they don't feel well. Now, Mrs. Bowerly doesn't feel particularly well today, and I only know that because I inquired. I made inquisitions. There will be no individual acts of vengeance. But uh, she doesn't feel all that hot today, okay? And uh, But she does, she's not complaining about it, okay? If it was me in that situation... I'm not going to lie. I would be on the phone with her probably every half hour saying, Honey, I don't feel well. Is there any chance you could go to the Taj Grill and get me some Merg Malai spicy and hot so I can exist, so I can get through this? She's not like that. And for that matter, neither is my mother. For ex- We all have mothers, right? Let's hope we all have mothers. But uh, actually, after watching a lot of the Unsolved Mysteries episodes uh, with Robert Stack, some are clearly better than others. But we all have moms. And do you know that after 60 years on this planet and 90 years in the case of my mother, I don't think I've ever heard my mother complain about anything. And she's been through a lot, okay? She, seriously, she's like like your mom who might be older. Well, they tend to be older than you are, of course. But it, moms just don't complain. It's just, it's not in the mom playbook. I Actually, I have a copy right here of the mom playbook right in front of me. And, and chapter one is never complain, never moan, never whine. Uh, Is anybody buying or does anybody want to dispute my contention that women are tougher than men and we as men, paradoxically, although we're very likely to complain about a sliver, especially one under the fingernail. You ever have one of those? Oh, that's unfortunate. But women go through so much and we never know it because I think they're tougher than we men. And you might be one of these fellows goes into the gym and bench presses 350 pounds like I'm picking up a pen. Yet, if you close the car door on a cold day, right on the end of your fingertip, you suddenly realize that you're not as tough as you thought. Anybody have any last minute input on this or I can switch gears? I, I just think it's an interesting topic. And again, to me, what's most interesting about it is we as men 
complain mightily about things that are pretty minor, but then when the major stuff comes along, we ignore it. I've seen this happen in my own family with my father. I told I told you the story last week about my dad with his diabetes, and I'm looking at his feet. You know, this is a couple of years before he died, and uh, I had to tell him, "Hey, uh, Dad, are you aware that that this toe here is turning black?" And I think the doctors would say it's necrotic, and he just looked at it and said, "Yeah, it'll go away." And I'm thinking to myself. What is it about men where we will complain about a headache or a hangover, we'll complain about stuff like that, but the big stuff, we are in total denial over the big stuff. There's something psychological going on there, and I'm not saying it's borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, anything like that. I'm just saying there's something weird about being a man. And I'll tell you something. Most of us who were circumcised were cut um, very young in our lives. Thank you, Mom and Dad, by the way, for that. But um, if we had to get it done when we were older, and I do know some fellas who went through it when they were older, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, if, if everybody had it done when they were older, the Jewish faith might might actually have died out a long time ago because I don't know many guys who have good things to say about that, no matter how good the surgeon. All right, uh, last call, four calls on this, or I'll just move on here because i got a bunch of stuff. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, uh, here's Mike in uh, Chicawaga on WBEN. Mike, uh, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I had to miss your police chief's retirement retirement party on Friday night, Brian Goulds, but I was still I was I was still in Cheektawaga thinking of you, Mike. What's on your mind? Well I just wanted to uh, just put a comment in here about what you were saying about wives and women and uh, you know, my ex wife, she she no doubt she was tough. You know, I think a lot tougher than me, but you know what? At at the end of the day she let everybody know everything that she was going through. And, and in what yeah. in what fashion in what fashion did she do it? Because when I talk to you guys about the stuff that I've had operated on, I try to do it with a smile to make it clear that it really wasn't that big a deal. But how did she handle that? How did she do it? Well, she just you know she she was uh, tough as uh, nails, but uh, but you know she made sure that everybody knew everything that she was going through. You know whether it was like oh you know. The October surprise, you know, oh, she lost everything. It was so tough on her. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, we all did. <laughs> well, uh, now this is this is your ex-wife, not your current wife. Correct. Um, isn't? Let me just play avocatus diaboli uh, for a moment, the devil's advocate for a moment. Isn't that an important part of a successful marriage? That is to say, allowing the person with whom you are in love to vent so you can get a better understanding of their life experiences? Well, I guess maybe that's why I'm divorced. 
Oh, oh yeah. Like, like I'm the experts on relationships. Sure. Uh, it's like, where, where do we start on that one? But uh, that's that's it. But how did you how did you handle it? Were you a loving hugger? Because I, I tend to be a loving hugger. If I know that somebody is is not doing well, I'm a loving hugger, which is why I've been to Human Resources a million times. Well, I, I have learned a lot, Tom, and, uh, you know, before I used to be a, a complainer, too, but now I try to look at, you know, the bright side of things, you know, not complain, you know, because no one's going to care if you complain. You know, no one's going to listen. No one's going to care. So, you know, just, with, with all the bright side of things. Well, all right, always look on the bright side of life, life of Brian, Monty Python. Okay, remember the movie. But it oh, isn't, yeah. and, it, and look, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on human relationships because I'm not and I never will be. If I live to be a million years old, I'll never be the expert. But isn't it um, a part of life and part of being a friend to listen to what your friend is going through that might be, shall we say, a bit uh, adversarial, them against the world? Yeah, I guess so. But, you know, it, it just seems that, you know, if, if, we're, if we're with people and, and everybody's got a complaint, you know, you always have to be, uh, uh, oh, I can top that, you know, that kind of, you know, whiner. Oh. Okay, now that's see that's a different angle. The I can top that one, and, and that's where. But see, you know, I, I I must respectfully disagree with you. I enjoy hearing, and it's not Schadenfreude. It's not it's not like getting a kick out of what other people are going through that is wrong. But it is, I think, it it humanizes the person who is telling the story about what they have been through and it also shows that you are a caring and loving friend that you're willing to sit there and listen to it and, and you might actually be able to offer advice because of some of the stuff you've been through in life hey you got a good point tom you know in retrospect i probably could have handled things better and could have been a better friend you're right now, you know what, I mean, Mike, we all, <clears throat> we all learn things in life. We all learn, hopefully, how to be better people. And what you did at the time you did it with the woman who is then your wife was the best you could do at the time. And in the future, should there be another Mrs. Mike, maybe you'll have a better handle on how to deal with those situations. Yeah, we should learn from our mistakes, absolutely. Well, once, hey, sometime I plan on doing that, Mike. It sounds like a good idea. Um, thanks, thanks for your call, my friend. Thank you, All right. All right. It, well, you think that's tough, honey. Let me tell you about the time I stapled my testicles together. Ah! Tanner got a kick out of that. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.